Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. The reason why I've apparently turned into Jeff Stelling uh, is because it's uh, it's a momentous day here at the Balance Podcast. It's the first time we've ever had repeat guests on, uh, and what a thrill for those repeat guests to be two of our absolute favourite people. It's the Bosch Boys, Henry Firth and Ian Theesby, and not only do we have the Bosch Boys on uh, a very special episode of the of the Balance Podcast. But there's even going to be a cook-along with the Vegan Boys, a Veganuary cook-along, Friday the 15th of January, 2021, depends when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this in 2022, forget it, it was last year, you missed it, I'm so sorry, it was amazing. Um, This Friday, I mean I really am, this really does depend when you're listening, Uh, Friday the 15th of January, 6pm on Balance Instagram, IGTV to the kids. Uh, It promises to be uh, a spectacular event because of the Bosch Boys. They are absolutely wonderful. I've interviewed them a couple of times now, and I swear there are times I feel myself talking like the Bosch Boys. I'm doing it now. They they, they do a a thing. They emphasise words. I speak with my hands a lot, but they emphasise words with their hands. I, 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 I share their enthusiasm. I really do. I think they're fantastic. Uh, And as we talk about, in this uh, episode, my wife, very, I'm, I'm very lucky. I've, I've come into possession of a couple of the Bosch books. I've gone full QVC mode. We've not even got to the episode. Um, <clears throat> we've got a couple of the Bosch, Bosch books and my wife has banged out a good number of the Bosch meals and they are absolutely terrific. So, and I said this last week, I sort of teased the Bosch episode. But if you are attempting veganuary and we salute you at balance, or even if you're just eating less meat than you used to. And again, we salute you at balance. I would strongly recommend the Bosch books. They are terrific. They are lip smackingly. The recipes uh, are lip smackingly tasty, not the books themselves. I mean, it depends how peckish you get. Uh, They're wonderful. And they've got a new book out, Speedy Bosch. And uh, the, the USP of Speedy Bosch, such a good idea, is you can make these delicious recipes, but it in just in less time it's it's it'll take you around 30 minutes to make uh, a speedy bosch meal uh, with more than a, a hundred new quick and easy plant-based meals god bless the bosch boys i think they're absolutely wonderful as you'll as you'll hear in this episode as ever if you enjoy this episode please spread the word tell your friends uh, and here they are the always lovely Bosch boys. 
May, may I say, uh, and, I, and I, I wish I'd written down the recipes, because, but my wife's downstairs uh, trying to ensure the five-year-old doesn't either have a meltdown or interrupt. But may I just say, the Bosch recipes since we last talked uh, have been a big hit in the Gill House because my wife has gone, not fully vegan, but she's gone vegetarian. So we've certainly cut down the meat. This sounds like I'm doing full QVC for the Bosch boys. <laughs> but, uh, I would I would genuinely say that things have changed quite a bit at the Gill House. Uh, and I would say you boys put that in motion. Well. Oh. Good. That's nice to hear, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, it's it, it's nice to hear that you're cooking the recipes, and hopefully that means that you've been eating well. I would say eating well. If I'm honest with you, on lockdown, as this would attest, a few too many nachos, if, if, if I'm totally honest. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but yeah, the uh, the rest, I, I would say it's, it's been on in different, in different ways as well. So one of the first things we did following our chat, what did we watch? Cowspiracy. Oh yes, of oh, course. Yeah. What I mean, what a film! Yes, they smashed it with that film, didn't they? And what what an eye opening message! Yeah, really. And, and also, the, the one of the reasons why I loved it so much is because I don't know you boys. I was expecting this sort of thing, this over here, where it was going to be like food ink, and it would be shocking behind the scenes footage of farms and all that. And it's not. It's it's totally different, isn't it? I mean, it's. The way in which it uh, introduces you into that whole world is, I mean, it's, it's frightening, really. Yeah, I mean, as as you know, that that was the thing that that made me go vegan overnight was um, seeing the facts that that show presents in in such a surprising manner, in such a well well narrated, well story told manner, where it leads you through this voyage of discovery, uncovering what becomes kind of like a conspiracy of the environment and the food industry and essentially covering up the fact that the food industry is, and the animal agriculture industry in particular, is a really large greenhouse gas emitter, which, by the way, beforehand, we had no idea that that was the case. No idea at all. So true. And also, and I don't want to get any of us uh, shut down, like the documentary gets shut down halfway through, but the, 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 the clue is in the title in that, there is some sort of cover-up going on, isn't there, really? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, there's certainly um, information out there that isn't made readily available for everybody. And there's certain um, sort of agencies and sort of institutions that would probably like to keep it that way. Yeah, and it's just there's just the archaic way that our systems operate, you know, the way that kind of um, some companies are funded – They've, that's been going on since the war, war, basically, mm-hmm. um, to encourage like you know animal products to be grown and reared. And 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 actually, if we were to subsidise plants <laughs> and people who grow plants and make plant alternatives, we could like reduce our carbon footprint significantly. But yet we're subsidising industries that are actually doing more damage to the planet. Mm. Um, and you know we're not we're not radical. We're not out there. We just want to kind of change the world for the better slowly. But there is some stuff that, when you know what we now know, seems absolutely bonkers. Mm. Uh, may I just say that you both dealt with that very nicely and ensured that I will not be going to jail. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good, anyway. <laughs> but I mean, the, the, if you've not seen it, do yourself a favour. It's on Netflix. I think it should still be on there. Uh, and I won't spoil it, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, that, that, that's a lovely twist in the tale as well, isn't it? Leo, 
Yeah, he's the uh, executive producer. I think what happened with that is that like he got a he got to watch that film quite early on and then thought, Jesus, there's some fantastic information in here that the world needs to know about. Um, I know I'm going to throw my weight behind it and sort of do a better job of the end product um, and sort of help the director, Kip Anderson, put something out there to the wider world. So, yeah, all credit to Leo for using his celebrity and his um, kind of power to to shine a, a very very important message onto the world yeah because it was actually um when we watched it for the first time we watched the pre-netflix version so you had to download it from just the cowspiracy website and pay 10 pounds which i think we did mm. so so we watched that version and then yeah it was leo's edit that was the thing that got onto Netflix. So it's kind of like Leo saw it, was so impressed and was like, right, I want to help you get this on Netflix. I'm going to suggest a slightly different edit. Let's do this cut up. And then it got on Netflix and then it became mainstream. Incredible. I mean, and also, I mean, things have changed a great deal for you guys since we we last talked and and, and in the greatest way possible. Yeah, I mean, you've been... I'll tell you what, boys, if, you're, if your confidence is ever low, just give me a call and I'll lift you both right back. <laughs> Every day, please. <laughs> We're just in our cellar cooking food for camera, so sometimes you go a little bit stir-crazy. It's so true. Oh, I've, de- I've definitely dabbled with, with madness. I, I'll, yeah. I'll happily admit that. Um, but because you've been at the... I'm going to use the word vanguard. You've been at the vanguard of, of, of this movement, uh, You know, the, this new book... I think your best-selling authors. You've got to number one. How how wonderful has that been? I mean, I've I've enjoyed it. I've only met you once, <laughs> uh, so you got you guys must have had a ball. I guess so. Um, we yeah, we got told by a publisher the other week that we're the UK's number one best-selling vegans, which was kind of mad to hear. But I guess it does kind of make sense when you we, you add up all the numbers. Um, in terms of how it feels. You know, we were just walking around the supermarkets today. And I remember when we were in um, one of the big four supermarkets doing a video saying, guys, you need to have a vegan aisle. And then today we've been walking around the supermarkets, you know, and they've got vegan aisles. So it's been really interesting to see the world evolve as we've been evolving (laughs) and as we've been telling the world it needs to evolve. So I guess it's a pleasure. Mm. I guess it's been exciting for us to watch but as with all humans, we probably it it quickly becomes the day to day, and I think because it's our mission, we don't feel like it's done yet. So we still get up, we still come downstairs, we still turn on the video camera, film some recipes, or open up the computer and write some books. Our day to day is pretty much exactly the same as it was four years ago, except for the fact that we're not allowed out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there is that twist in the tale. Yeah. Um, but it must be. It must be the, the way. I mean, even the word vegan, the way the way it's uh, used now. I mean, the, the, all those hack stereotypes. They're they're all in the bin now, aren't they? I think for um, someone who has their finger on the like cultural pulse, someone like yourself, you probably have heard the word vegan so many times now and read about it so many. It's in so many different places that, uh, yeah, for you, it's probably like, yeah, it's, vegan's just normal now. But I think um, there is still a lot of work to be done to right. sort of normalize plant-based food and normalize plant-based eating. I mean, a lot of work has been done. Like, obviously, there's a lot of people out there who've done some fantastic work. But I think that um, the second that we start resting on our laurels and the second that we stop working hard is the second that things maybe start reversing. So I think mm. uh, we do need to carry on uh, drilling at home that plant-based food is a fantastic 
fantastic way to reduce your carbon footprint and to have a really positive effect on the environment and obviously uh, on just kind of agriculture in terms of animals so uh, so yeah i think it's um a lot of great work has been done but still there's a lot of work to do i mean there was on the comedy circuit there was this hack gag you know probably like the 90s about there's been this running gag where vegans love to tell you that they're vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which is true, by the way. It's very true. You think it's true? I think it's... Remember, yeah, I, I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't you? I reckon so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you serious? don't think it's true. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you, lads. I was not expecting that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's new vegans do tend yes. to tell to tell you because obviously for them, it's like something huge that they've just done and it's a, it's a big part of your life. You know, you've completely changed the way that you eat. So it's something that uh, is probably making you feel good. It's probably making you feel um, as if like you're doing the right thing in terms of the planet. So yeah, it's the sort of thing that you want to shout from the ra- rooftops. But as you've been in it a couple of years, I think you simmer down a little bit. Yes, right? totally. Yeah. yeah, and then you don't want to tell people because you're, you're kind of, you don't feel the need to. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. It's a bit like when someone's... Uh, <laughs> it's a bit like when someone's moving house right like they always tell everyone oh I'm just moving house at the minute it's so busy yeah. or if you're into crossfit as well that's another bunch of people who love to talk about what they do yeah. so i do i do think there's some truth to it and we've both been there yeah. as well so true boys i think i, I well i mean <laughs> bless your modest hearts i must admit i've got into uh, on lockdown i'm not going to say the brand because i'm certainly not uh, it's not paid for content but there's a, let's just say there's a certain cycling app that I've got into on the oh, yes. uh, exercise bike that before lockdown had been gathering dust and is now is now saving my marriage. Um, but, <laughs> but I can't wait to tell people that I'm using that. So I may, maybe you're right. I think we we may have that same thing, and it's yeah. uh, it's a great. <laughs> yeah, it's one right behind. Yeah, us. but we won't mention the name. <laughs> great thing you were on it yesterday i I certainly was i'll be on it later on this this evening as well i reckon i tell you what let's let's i made myself blush here let's (laughs) fall down that rabbit hole do you have a do you have a favorite instructor i'll tell you mine cody rigsby i think he's he makes me laugh so much my wife will be in another room i'm laughing at cody rigsby's classes have you got involved yet uh haven't uh, cody rigsby uh he's 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 a big bashy personality right um, and I have done a couple of his, but I think uh, the Too reason much. I don't do more of them is because I really like Ali Love. I'm writing this down. A- Ali Love, Ali, is- Ali Miss Love, right? Uh, yeah. On Instagram, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she she's uh, this like really happy, smiley mixed race woman. She's got this big afro, and she's just hyper positive every time that she, you're doing a class with her. And uh, yeah, she she definitely sees you over the line. So I'm just trying to remember mine because. Uh... I was worried I might forget. You know how sometimes things just pop out of your memory yes. when you want to remember them. But so my my go to is absolutely Robin NYC uh, or Robin I can't, Robin Arzone. Yeah. Her surname is Robin Arzone. Her Instagram is Robin NYC. <laughs> I think she is the lead um, coach. It says on her Instagram, and she is such a motivator. So not only does she like take you through the ride, but she sets you up for the day. Yeah. She tells everyone that they're queens. You know, we're all kings and queens here. Oh. Um, but then also there's a British version of her called, and I'm sure she wouldn't like me saying that she's a British version of her, but she's got the same like positivity, motivational style. And she's called Hannah Clarkson. And because she's British, she plays drum and bass music. Oh, nice. So I enjoy hers as well. This this has been an education. I'm writing all these down. Thank you very much. Education ways I wasn't expecting. Now, um, a lot of people will be doing veganuary and it's important that they stay the course. Mrs. Gill, 
did Veganry last year, and this is this this has been her own personal journey into all this, and you you boys helped her there. What can first off the straight off the bat, what can people expect uh, in a positive way? How will they how will they uh, feel? Ways changes they may experience. Well, I mean, um, I suppose well, we've got sort of five top tips that we um, usually oh, boys. when someone is about to sort of enter into <laughs> plant-based food or, or like veganuary or whatever. And um, I think the first one is basically if you're going to do veganuary, you should definitely um, pay mind to your nutrition. Uh, like you should start thinking about maybe taking a, vin- a vegan multivitamin, not because you need it, because it's just good practice and also because there is b12 in there and b12 is the one thing that you can't find in a plant-based diet that you definitely do need to consider so tip number two would be to eat the rainbow this is a really easy tip Uh, a really easy way to remember what healthy eating looks like it's just get lots and lots of color onto your plate we're not talking about skittles Um, (laughs) we're not talking about rainbow cake we're talking about colorful plants um, that are either you know purple, red, white, yellow, orange, green—all of those colours. Get as many of them into your body on a daily basis as you can. Yeah. And the next tip, uh, Henry just actually mentioned the colour. It's green, and um, <laughs> it eats your greens because uh, green leafy vegetables like spinach and kale and cavolo nero—they um, are a, really extremely good for you. You shouldn't ever underestimate the power that the green leaves have for you. So yeah, eat as much green as possible. And then we would also say for tip number four, eat uh, mix up uh, your plate. So really just. And any dietitian will tell you this. You want to make sure you've got a mix of um, carbohydrates and proteins and fats with every meal. And you can actually there's a there's a kind of a rough approximation um, that about 50 percent of your diet should be coming from kind of uh, fruits and vegetables. And then about 25 percent should be coming from protein sources, whether that's like tempeh, nuts, tofu, that kind of thing. And then the other 25% would be whole grains. So kind of sources of carbohydrates. Um, obviously Ian mentioned the B12 and then lots and lots of water. So it might seem like a lot to remember, but Mm -hmm. it's basically just don't just have a purely carbohydrate breakfast or a purely protein breakfast. Make sure there's a nice mix of all those things on each plate. And talking about mix, the last um, of the five is the 80, 20 principle. Now it's basically 80% of the time eat well, 20% 20% of the time, eat naughty, have that brownie, have that vegan burger, you know, um, have um, those like vegan marshmallows on top of your vegan uh, hot chocolate and, uh, and, and just enjoy the food. But yeah, 80-20 is a really good uh, life principle. And if you do that, you'll end up uh, feeling healthy. Lads, I mean, that was mentally, I'm giving you a standing ovation. I want you to know that. that was <laughs> consummate professionals now again i'm not just saying this but i mean some of the some of the stuff you've come up with and some of the stuff the stuff my wife has made i mean it is absolutely sensational i mean on a, the two of us will will sit and we'll be eating it we're both like this is this is remarkable how, how does it feel to have had such a positive impact um not just on, not just not just uh on a small scale but on such a big scale I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's really it's quite it's it's humbling, it's endearing, it's an absolute honour. Mm. It is a privilege to be able to feed people um, and to be able to connect with them on such a like personal, intimate level. 
Um, and I, I reckon we probably still don't appreciate the scale of it or the importance of it, because, again, as we keep saying, we're locked up in our basement. Mm-hmm. But when we do hear messages from people just like that, it's uh, it's an incredible thing to hear. And I'm really pleased about that. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to add to that. Um, for any listeners who haven't heard of Bosch before and are thinking, oh, these two uh, foodies, these two chefs, it must be really difficult to cook meals. Like it must be really, really um, complicated things on a plate, but like the sort of thing that you'd see at a Michelin style restaurant. It isn't that. What it is, is normal food that happens to be vegan that also happens to be really, really tasty. Yeah. And, and I wonder if that there's something in that, you know, like, so I can't remember who it was for the other day, but someone was asking me what it was a taxi driver was asking me about fine dining vegan and vegetarian restaurants and there aren't really many there's not many experiences you can have like that particularly in london but i just don't think we're into that kind of fine dining realm you know he asked me what my favorite restaurant was and it was just like a a chain that's in london (laughs) it's like but but i feel like we are quite normal in our approach to food and that might be why normal people like our food it's not too showy it's not too aggressive or too too hard to to eat you don't have to have two hours free or you know a michelin star in cooking to put our recipes together yeah and the 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 genius idea of of speedy bosch as well is because i think some people are immediately not just not just with vegan food with 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 making food food from scratch in general oh it's going to take ages whereas can you just say a bit about this new book? Because because when I you know when I was reading about it, I just thought, oh, of course, what a what a great idea! I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, so this is the fifth book that we've done, and it's the fourth cookbook. The first book that we did was Bosch, and that's basically we just wanted to uh, write a book which was plant based food for everyone, just to sort of veganize the classics, and then. Um, Bish Bash Bosch, our second book, was all about um, those classics, but just a little bit more detailed, like a little bit more tr- um, like fake meat in there, like a, a few more more difficult techniques, but still incredibly tasty food. Then it was all about healthy for um, healthy vegan, which is the third book. This one was speedy. And the reason why we wrote this is because we just listened to our audience, of which there's quite big on social media. Yep. Um, and we just kept reading the comments and kept asking the questions on Instagram stories. And people kept coming back saying, yeah, can you do a speedy book because the food that you cook is amazing but sometimes the recipes can be a little bit long so we just address that problem headlong and speedy uh, i think we're really pleased with it because obviously every recipe is 30 minutes or under and every recipe is as delicious as any of the three books previous to that how uh, do you feel a little bit like um a bit like you know wiley coyote when he used to wait for the explosion to to go off are you a bit like that every time a new book comes out? You almost can't. The anticipation is, uh, is, is always so huge. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, yes, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, it's terrifying when you're uh, wondering whether or not you're going to be a bestseller. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying where, when you are wondering whether or not you've got a mistake in there mm. um because they're gonna like it yeah because people will find but most importantly it's terrifying when you're you want to find out what people like and 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 i think the the reviews on you know the main shop online that people buy books from um the reviews on there are really really important so you're kind of watching with bated breath to see the first reviews come in and actually the first reviews are often bad ones mm. you often get a couple of bad reviews come in first yeah. But then luckily later on, so far so good anyway, the good reviews will outweigh the bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, you never know, do you? No. We could we could come up with a dud. Yeah, well, fingers crossed that isn't the case. Um, it won't happen yet. Someone did just say, uh, they put a comment on our, one of our Facebook groups, on the Team Boss group. They said that they thought Speedy Boss was on Magnum Opus. Now, I think that means best work, right? I think so. Yeah. Opus definitely means work. Yeah. And Magnum would be like the Magnificent. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. So that's nice. Whoever Take it was that, that right. said that. Uh, yeah, thanks yeah, for that. Great. <laughs> that was me nodding as if I actually did Latin at school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is it, now, the thing with the... So a friend of mine had a book out recently, and he got hit hard by, he thinks, were, were trolls. Just as, like He thinks it would have been impossible for them to have read it. So like the book came out, and it was just like, one star, one star, one star. And it just felt like... A personal attack because they didn't like him. He's, he's quite he's quite well known. Was it was it a similar thing? Do you think there's some, there's some of that? It's almost a, a troll thing, and then eventually the the goodwill out and the the the, the proper feedback kicks in. I do you know I don't think it is mm. in in the case of those reviews. Um, I think it genuinely is just there are some people who just don't like a book and they pick it up and they're, yeah. they're so annoyed that they don't like it that, you know, they're, they're incensed and they want to write a bad review. I, I think it's some, sometimes somebody might be really annoyed because like it's got lost in the post or, or like it's got um, the, the actual page, uh, like the front cover might be scuffed because yeah. it's been smashed outside. <laughs> and, and that like gets you one star, which like, <laughs> Absolutely. Little, yeah. if at the beginning, say you've had a hundred reviews and 10 of them have been less than two stars, then it's kind of, uh, you know, excuse it negatively. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have to sort of take that into consideration. But like Joe Rogan says, I think the best thing to do really <coughs> is to just not read the comments because they get like, if, if you're getting really good comments, it's a, it's an inflation of your ego and that's not never good. And if it's really bad comments, it's kind of like uh, it can really get you down and that's not good either. So I think the best thing to do is just carry on um, rather than like reading the comments. It's kind of just like l- having conversation with the audience on social media to get a, a true grasp of like what's going on. Yeah, exactly. We always read the comments on social media. Yes. But it's just those Amazon reviews where we, we don't always. And, and then I guess the other thing that some people moan about is 
there was a couple of people said there were too many recipes were the same. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, but we've literally said we've reimagined the Bosch classics to make them faster. Yeah. And there's only six out of like a hundred and something. Yeah, so, so, like, so, there was a mac and cheese in there. We did another mac and cheese and another chili, but we made them so fast. Yeah. So, you know, you're getting a mac and cheese on the table in 20, 25 minutes. That's a really great thing. Yeah, exactly. But obviously someone didn't think so. <laughs> do you... Do you do you need to be careful with reading the social media? What I mean by that is, so I'm going to, I'll speak very generally here. Instagram, for whatever reason, in my, in my experience, tends to be friendlier, whereas Twitter can be an absolute bin fire. So do you, right. do you pick, do you pick and choose the platforms? Are you just reading, reading everything? I mean, I think we're, we're not, we're not huge on Twitter. No. We do use it, um, but it's not our, our primary focus. Well swerved. Uh, <laughs> oh, although, although, I mean, it's, it, some of the stuff out there is like, oh my god, you know, yeah. awful. But we we are being told that we should do it more, so I think we are going to do more tweet more tweeting. Okay, <laughs> about ten years too late. But um, the <laughs> others, so Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. I mean, I guess we just ha- we have to we have to be there because it is our community in a way. And although sometimes you get the odd troll or someone comes in and writes bacon or um, <laughs> just starts sending ridiculous pictures generally it tends to be kind of self-policing yeah a little bit and and people talk amongst themselves and so so i think we have to be there pretty much yeah i suppose it's maybe it's just like the actual um service itself it's kind of like um with instagram and facebook you kind of use it as a tool for publishing the content that you make whereas twitter you're just engaging in conversation with people and we've always been about like just give people things that they will make really good uh, choices with and like our like comments and conversation on Twitter. Yeah. Like some of it, some of the stuff that we might say might sort of resonate with people, but I think we can have better, um, a better impact. if We just carry on popping out amazing recipes. Yeah. We're not putting out opinions either. Are we? That's the other thing. Like we're just making food. Yeah. So how angry can you get with someone who shows you how to make a thing to eat? i mean you can and and people have but i think by and large it's probably less inflammatory than if we were telling people who we want to vote for yes etc there's a there's an australian community called sarah kendall and she used to have a bit about uh like on youtube you could literally type in uh butterfly sitting on a flower and you watch the video butterfly sitting on and someone's disliked it and she's like (laughs) what What were you expecting you know no no so i i think my point is that some people are just they're just gonna hit dislike or comment negatively aren't they absolutely well uh, i remember reading once that say if you uh were a restaurateur and uh you had uh you, you you've like basically you've cooked a meal for someone and if that person liked the meal really liked it they'll likely tell one person but if you've cooked the meal and you've uh, you've just let slipped let it slip and like maybe dropped a ball and maybe it wasn't as good as you could have done and the person who's eating the meal didn't like the meal they will tell 10 people mm. so make oh, sure you cook a nice yeah. meal i know it's it's crazy but like but, but the thing is it's like the negative um sort of comment is 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 way louder than the positive i feel sometimes and and also that's probably a british thing as well in that you know a lot of british people love to enjoy especially as you know us three yorkshiremen i mean it's a it's a hobby in yorkshire isn't it it is oh moaning absolutely <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's uh it's either you talk about the weather and moan about that or your family or you know whatever happened on the bus this morning exactly yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> it sounds it sounds endearing with a yorkshire accent it does um is there is there evidence that veganuary and uh, genuinely uh, this is a genuine question 
is there evidence that Veganuary is is a positive thing? I.e., does it does it have a good track record of 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 sticking? Um, do you know? I don't have the figures off the top of my head, but um, I think so. <laughs> I, I wish we'd come prepared with evidence. No, um, I mean, I guess it can't be. I mean, it can't be a, a bad thing at all, can it? I mean, I would say that um, Veganuary have had a huge impact, like like potentially majority impact um, on the number of people eating more vegan food. They've definitely had a majority impact on the number of restaurant chains stocking vegan items on their menu because it's a a moment everyone can get involved in. It's like a new Christmas. Um, They've had a tangible impact via those two things that I already mentioned on the supermarket stocking vegan food. Um, I think we've helped there Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Um, But so, I mean, I would say they've had more impact than almost any other body um but there are there are some proper legends behind the scenes um like a a buddy dawn of ours at peter and and you know like people in the vegan society and and there are some people who've been pushing this agenda for Mm. potentially decades Mm. and maybe don't get the uh the vocal praise that veganuary do but have also had a big impact yeah now thanks to you boys i would say i would consider the aubergine I'm closer to the aubergine now than members of my family. Um, <laughs> are there are there any other hitters that uh, we should be getting into our lives? What I'm getting at is, in 2021, is anything going to topple uh, my new best friend, the aubergine? Well, I mean, um, there is obviously jackfruit. Um, it oh. is still like one of those things that people are getting really into and it's becoming more and more popular. But there's a new kid on the block when it comes to that sort of quirky food and it's called banana blossom. So it's basically, it's going to be, it's in a tin like it is with jackfruit and it's probably going to be put out by the same kind of brands because it's probably from the same kind of areas. And the idea with banana blossom is it is literally the like the flower from a banana uh, plant. And what you do with it is you, you kind of, uh, you brine it and then you cook it like you would fish and it's got exactly the same sort of like flaky texture as fish so we've done it before we've made a vegan cullen skink we've made a really nice vegan fish and chips um henry did a fantastic go and curry um to mimic fish and uh, i think that um that particular ingredient could have a big um future in 2021 you see that is that is the kind of red hot insight that <laughs> genuinely that's one of the reasons why yeah. i love you boys so much that is knowledge i simply do not have and can only aspire to have banana blossom Th- thank you very much from, <laughs> from the new, now from the new book uh mrs gill you know what no i will i will endeavor to try my best uh is there anything that i i i should be uh having a crack at from the new book oh, oh man there's so many we could name but um i guess i'll give you two yes and you give them two. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you've got a selection. You can choose your favourite, right? So I'm the, my first favourite would be Henry's 30-minute lasagna. Henry's frying pan lasagna. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it is a lasagna in a frying pan, <laughs> as the name suggests. Um, you don't need to roast it. It doesn't go in the oven for two hours. You can have it on the table from scratch in under half an hour. Mm-hmm. Easy. Amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, that would be my first choice. I guess my second choice would probably be the little tofu saute lettuce and herb wraps. Again, because it's a speedy bush, a speedy book. Everything is under thirty minutes. Excuse me, for your <laughs> <laughs> um, It's a speedy book. So <laughs> we'll just take a moment, shall we? 
I, just, I don't even know what a speedy bush is. No, I'll send you the video afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, yeah, because it's a under thirty minute recipe. Um, I mean, under thirty minute book. It's incredibly fast, but it's so delicious, man. You've got these gorgeous little tofu sticks. They're covered in the perfectly, perfectly marinated saute sauce, and then you wrap it all up in fresh herbs, which is what you'd kind of find if you were to go to like Indonesia and have those wraps all wrapped in a gem lettuce leaf. Absolutely delicious. Yeah, that's amazing. That is delicious. Uh, I'm going to give you a dessert first. And, and the dessert I'm going to give you is something that I'm sure you're, is it your five-year-old? Yes. Appreciate, right. Well, this is a um, frying pan cookie. Okay. So I, w- I wouldn't suggest that your five-year-old eats the entire cookie. But uh, <laughs> what you could do is make it together and you cook it in a small frying pan. And what you're left with is a ginormous cookie that you can chop into slices almost like a pizza and have it with some dairy-free ice cream. Delicious thing. It looks so cool. It's great for Instagram. And the second one I'm going to say is uh, savory, and it's butternut squash carbonara. Oh, nice. Yeah, because it's like the butternut squash is obviously such a wonderful vegetable, super flavorful, really healthy. And when you uh, cook it down with the sage like we do in this recipe, it's just super creamy, super delicious, and very, very easy to make. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot thank you enough. Um, now, bef- before you go, how many times have you had that moment where – You've had the de- the doubting Thomas. That's my Sunday school coming in there. Uh, you've had the doubting Thomas, and then they've tasted one of, one of your meals and have literally gone, "No, there's no way that's vegan." That must happen quite a bit, I imagine. I don't think this happened that much. No, it's happened in our house because because everyone knows when we're cooking for them, they know what they're in for. You know, they know what's happening. They're they're already ready. Yeah. I think the one time that that in fact, there's two times I can remember that happening. Both of them were on um, this morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one was with uh, Rylan, where we served him mushrooms, mushroom chili, and he didn't like mushrooms, but he ended up liking it. But the other one was with yeah. Boyzone. Mm. One of the members Mikey of Graham. Mikey Graham off Boyzone was not, he was not impressed to begin. Uh, no, it, it wasn't, it wasn't it, him. It was, it, was a, it was the main guy, Ronan Keating, yeah. yeah. He was not impressed by the fact we were cooking vegan food. He wasn't interested, or at least that's what we thought from looking at his face. But after he ate it, he was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I'll bet. We made a, a burrito cake, didn't yeah. we? We certainly did. That burrito <laughs> cake was good. Um, I've just recently started dating somebody, and uh, for her birthday... Congratulations. Went, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, for her birthday, I went round to um, her house, and uh, she's got five brothers, uh, all of which aren't vegan, obviously. Hang and, on, this explains why you were around visiting my wife. <laughs> and then, makes sense. Why, she got five brothers? Five brothers. Oh, right, yeah, it's... it's it's quite, quite an interesting first experience, isn't it, as, as a, the new boyfriend, meeting all the brothers at the same time. And anyway, what I did was um, cook them a vegan chili, and uh, they absolutely loved it. And uh, we made it, I made the chili from our first book when we used mushrooms to replace the meats, and they were all very impressed with the texture and obviously the flavour as well, so that was good. That's amazing. Now, I, I, this, is, this is such a fan question. I'm sure you're sick of being asked this, but um, does the will, will, 2021... Um, Bosch on TV. Do I care more about that than than you do? Uh, you know, like some sort of ITV series, something like that. Uh, do you mean the ITV series for twenty twenty? The... Yeah, is there, is there is there more TV for twenty twenty one? Right, right, right. Um, I hope so. <laughs> we we um, everything obviously has changed a little bit in the world in twenty twenty. So. Um, TV's changed. Uh, the amount of times we've been on TV has changed. You know, we've still been doing TV, but when we are doing TV, we're in a mask 
um, and sometimes we're just doing it on Zoom. So I think the whole world has changed. Uh, Living on the Veg, the show that we shot for ITV, is showing right now in Australia, (laughs) which is amazing. and It's been really well received. Um, We may be doing another series. We don't know. We're kind of waiting to hear more about that. Um, But we've also got some other cool very exciting irons in the fire yeah um around the world of tv so um fingers crossed yes basically and we're we would be as excited as you would can i just say you totally deserve it you're sorry turning to your parents here but you agree honestly you're great boys you're so positive you've got real charisma sorry i've now turned into your agent forget parents (laughs) um but no, honestly, such a breath of fresh air. And so uh, I, genuinely, thank you for, thanks for everything that you do. And I just think you're so wonderful at what you do. So cheers, boys. Well, thank you very much. We really appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say so. Yeah, it's so nice to, um, to have a conversation like this. Really, really appreciate it. And nice, nice to chat to you again. Hopefully the next time we chat to you, you'll have cooked a couple of those meals and you can uh, tell us what you think. You know what? There's been a couple of times. Maybe I'll maybe I'll edit this bit out. But there's been a couple of times where my wife has made them. What should we do? Just, t- just tag you on Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It. Totally. Yeah. And then if you get if you, like tag tag us on Instagram and then drop um, Becca or Megan a, a message to say I have because we get a lot of tags and then we'll we'll re- we'll be sure to get in there and repost. Bless you. You know what? That would make her day. I wish I could remember the one. There was one in particular that honestly she she absolutely. Smashed it. Um, (laughs) Anyway, boys, thank you as always. Uh, Bless your hearts, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again soon. Such a pleasure. And have a great uh, end of the year. Cheers, boys. You too. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. See you later. Brilliant. Huge thanks to the the Bosch boys as always. Uh, We did record that towards the end of 2020. Uh, A couple of references may have caused you to raise an eyebrow. Just wanted to explain that. Uh, today, there is a, a new issue of Balance Out, the magazine, a minor publishing miracle to get a magazine out in the, uh, I've got to stop saying the current climate, but you, you know exactly what I mean by that. Uh, it's going to be door dropped in specific areas. You'll see it in the balance boxes outside certain stations. Uh, there is, of course, the Digi version. If you sign up to the Balance newsletter, you can get it that way. Uh, and as always, visit the Balance website, balance.media. Uh, we are across the socials at Balance LDN, uh, and it's the great Clara Ampho, uh, the beloved DJ and presenter who is our cover star. So look out for that. On a very selfish level, today, Monday, January the 11th, 10 years to the day that I've been sober, uh, it's a thing that I've talked about on the podcast a couple of times across 100 plus a hundred plus episodes. I've probably not talked about it very much and I'm not, I won't talk too much about it now, but not only if you're giving up uh, meat this year, but if you're giving up booze, if I, I can speak from personal experience, uh, well, first of all, I wish you luck. And the way I did it, if you are, if you are giving up the booze, I did it as quite a stubborn person it was like I'd set a, a a counter, and so day. If you imagine like the 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 counter day one, right? That was one day sober. Day two was two days sober, and then I'd I'd hit a week, seven days, ten days, and then the, as the counter was going up, it was just the stubbornness of not wanting 
to reset the counter. <laughs> and the thought of having to start again was the thing that uh, made it, dare I say it, it, it made it quite easy. That's, I know everyone's different, but that was how I approached it. If that helps you in any way, shape or form, just sheer bloody mindedness. And so by the time I'd hit, say, a hundred days, I don't know how many days it is now. I just know it's 10 years, but uh, it'll be it'll become 100 days. But then maybe you'll go six months, a year, two years and so on. If you just tell yourself, there's no way I'm resetting that clock now. <laughs> I've got this far now. No way. A uh, bit self-indulgent, but I hope you took that in the spirit it was intended. By spirit, obviously, non-alcoholic spirit. There's many available Spencer Matthews does a, a very good one. We talked about that on a previous episode. And that, now, that was an episode where I talked about it. Uh, maybe I'll talk about it again with someone on a, a future episode. I'm sure I will. Uh, huge thanks, as always. Your support means the world. And um, huge thanks again to the Bosch boys. Speedy Bosch is their new book. And uh, as ever, it's an absolute triumph. Take care. Lots of love. Speak soon. I've been James Gill. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.